Welcome to Witchcrafted. I'm your host, Amy Cheek. And I'm Joshua Lancaster. And today's topic is a Witchcrafted Top 3 LGBT edition. Not the sandwich, but the acronym (laughs) for the gay people. Yes, I'd like an Italian BMT, please. Please. Sounds delicious. Josh's Um, Subway order. Anyways. It's exactly... No. Yes. I know what it is. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't eat lettuce. What could I put instead of lettuce? I don't know. Oh, you meant BLT. Oh. I'm slow. That's okay. I'm tired. Me I just too. woke up from a nap. I haven't been to bed. Nappy time for me. Nappy, nappy. I got up at um, 5 a.m. Woo woo. That's because you have mental problems. True. True facts. Facts. All facts. No cap. Oh, no. All facts. No cap. My kitty's back. Oh, no. <laughs> I just saw her Children. walk under the table. <laughs> what are you doing, kitten? What are you doing? Oh, All man. of mine are passed out. She has gotten very attached to me. Isn't that kind of the point, though? Well, it's supposed to be writer's cat. Oh. Well, yeah, life happens, I guess. Yeah, and uh, she's like becoming bathroom kitty. Oh, uh, like she, she does to you. Yeah, I don't like yeah. it. <laughs> don't like it. I don't need you pr- to protect me from my own poops. <laughs> she comes in there and she's like, meow, meow. She did lay on my chest uh, yesterday and today, which is like a new thing. Like, she does not cuddle at all. So, I had to relish in the moment for a little bit. Our foster baby doesn't cuddle at all. Like really? He's, like, he'll sleep beside you. Yeah. But And he'll, like, come up and let you pet him. But most of the time, he's just like, goodbye, everybody. And he'll just, like, leave. And you're like, all right, don't get into anything bad, please. And the worst part is, he's more well-behaved than some of the other animals in this house. Beans. Beans. Beans, you can't do that. So, uh, this weekend is Father's Day. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, quick story on that before you begin. So, it was funny. We were all sitting here because, you know, Pride was last weekend. Um, and we were trying to decide when to set up and start making decisions for next year, right? So, we're right. trying to, like, decide on a day to book the venues and all this other stuff. And (laughs) sorry, it's really funny. So uh, our president posted, hey, what day do you guys want to do it on? Do you want to do it on Thursday or Sunday? And everybody was like, Sunday, 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 you know, because everybody's like, oh, my God, not a weekday. And then Grayson jumped in there and he was like, by the way, you guys do know that uh, Sunday is Father's Day. And we were all like, (laughs) oh, yeah. Sorry, most of us are gay people, and our parents don't love us, so well, we totally forgot about Father's Day. But it was just, it was a good moment. Well, and really Grayson's funny. a father, so... Right, exactly. Yeah. No, so, um, I told Tim that uh, I wanted to go to the store today when he got home from work. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay, I was like, I'm going to take the kids with me, and you can just stay home and chill. And he was like, okay. Best Father's Day ever. 
Yeah, I just needed to pick up a couple things anyways, like uh, some panko crumbs because I was cooking fried pork chops for dinner and stuff like that. And <laughs> so I took the two oldest kids with me and um, I picked up, I got him a grill for Father's Day. I know that's cliche, but like every time we've gone to Lowe's, he looks at the grills because we don't have one since we moved to North Carolina. Right. And um and he likes to grill. That's something that he enjoys to do. Yeah. Yeah, so he he like looks at all of them and everything and I mean to me a grill is a grill, right? Right. I don't know. Unless it's like Nelly singing about it. I don't know shit about grills. Ding 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 ding. Um so <laughs> So I took the oldest kids with me cuz you know, I hurt my back again and couldn't really do a whole lot of heavy lifting. Found the grill. It was pretty inexpensive compared to the ones at Lowe's. So I didn't tell him I was doing any of this. We went and got like the propane and propane accessories, you know, <laughs> and um, did all the things, loaded it up. I got home and we had gone. I had to get some potatoes for potato for mashed potatoes tonight. And we walked by the flowers and I was like, mm, I'm going to get him some flowers because <laughs> I I like to buy my husband flowers. I know not a lot of men get flowers. Right. You know? So, um I bought him some orange roses cuz they were pretty and we kind of like the non-traditional colors when giving flowers. So, yeah. I bought him like the peachy orange ones. And so we got home and um I was like, "Here, baby, happy Father's Day." And he was like, oh, thank you, honey. You know, gave me a big hug and a kiss. And then I was like, okay, I need your help getting the groceries out of the car. <laughs> and he walked out there and he was like talking and like not paying attention. And I was like, can you just open the trunk? <laughs> and he you was like, shut up and do things. You got me a grill. So he's already put it together. It's already on the <laughs> back porch. <laughs> and all we've got to do is get... um a propane tank now. So he's really excited. I was like, I know it's cliche to get a dad, a grill for father's day, but he actually really wanted it. You know, I don't, so. I don't think it's cliche. And I also got him. If it's something, something he wanted, I also got him something super secret. Okay. He's not down here. Um, so he was showing me this company. Uh, he found it where you can superimpose a dead loved one into pictures. Have you mm -hmm. ever seen that? Yeah. Um, so we were talking about that yesterday morning and I was talking about how I would love to put um, my daddy in one of our wedding pictures. And I started crying and he was like, he was like, no, I would really love to put my pog, which is his grandpa name. That's what he calls his grandpa is pog. Mm -hmm. Who was basically like his dad, you know, um, I would love to have a picture of me and my pog together now as an adult. And I was like, and then he started crying. So we were just sitting out on the back porch blubbering like two big babies. <laughs> and um, so I remembered the name of the website that he had shown me. And I messaged his mom and asked her to send me some pictures because we don't have any pictures of his grandpa. I think we have one and it's mm -hmm. like, a wallet size from when he was uh, a vice officer 
in Nashville in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> so he had like the long hair and the mustache. You know, he was an undercover cop working right, right. Vice back in the 70s in Metro. So um, we've got one little picture of him. And so his mom sent me a few and I sent it off to this company. So we'll see. They send you digital files, so I'll just have to get it printed out. But that's not a big deal. I can go to Walgreens or wherever. So I'm really excited about that. I want him to cry. Cry. Because <laughs> I'm a great wife. That's what I do. Make my husband Because you're a great wife. Look at you being a great, great, great wife. Excuse me. A, I had a frog in my great, throat. Great yeah, I, I keep having water. Problem. So yeah, that's been my day. I I went and got the kids some art supplies and stuff because they've been um, sucked into their devices lately. So yeah, I got to gonna... remove that. Yeah, I grounded one of them from their phone. So <laughs> and the other one couldn't care less. She loses her phone most of the time. Like honestly. <laughs> It's just, I, her alarm was going off the other morning, and I was like, where is that? Of course, both of them are asleep, like, gone. Oh, I hear a kitty. Um, that is actually Grace. <gasps> Grace. Grace and Mew Mew. Grace is my buddy. I don't know what has happened to him, but he has now become my best friend. You got his, you got his balls chopped off, and he's like, oh, thank you so much for that. It was making me crazy. Yeah. No, he's been my buddy for the last, uh, about a month now. He's grown attached to me. Talking yeah. about balls being removed, let's talk about pride. No, I'm just kidding. That has nothing. <laughs> yeah. No, we've been, we've been bullshitting for about 10 minutes. So let's, yeah, let's do it. Well, the reason I came up with this idea, um, uh, let's see. Because we had Pride on Saturday. Um, Which you performed at. Yes, I did. And uh, it was a crazy day. Had to get there early since I'm on the committee and I had to help set up. And then after I set up, I had to go get ready. And it was it was a whole thing. But being there, it, it was a big reminder to me of why we still do Pride. Um because let me see here. Let me see how I'm going to explain this <laughs> because it's not as much of a rights thing anymore. I think it's more of, we're trying to make people understand that what we go through is not easy. Um, yeah. when it comes to what we deal with now, you know, it's so funny before Trump got in office and I, I'm not getting into a political thing when we're having this discussion, but it does kind of tie into it. Um, when it comes it definitely to ties into it, <laughs> right, right. Um, so when we're talking about it, the big thing is, uh, I, I don't know how to explain this. Um, when, before Trump was in office, we had protesters and they were loud and obnoxious and we kind of dealt with them. Um, but now with everything going on after Trump got in office, they're more abrasive than they ever were. 
Um, yeah. And I didn't really get to experience that because I've never been really involved with Pride um, until recently. And being there, when I first got there, so I got there at 8, we set up, and then I went home, got a shower, got back. And when I got back, uh, we were standing there, and um, the entertainer coordinator, who's now our president, she looked at me and she said, what is that noise? And I said, I'm not really sure. Mind you, I'm in just makeup. Like, I'm not in any costume yet because it's hot, and I'm not going to put on a suit until I have to. Um, So I'm in, like, shorts, flip-flops, and T-shirt. And um, so I walk up and I see the protesters and I'm like, oh, it's one guy. And it's one guy. He's got a megaphone. He's screaming obscenities, um, just being super obnoxious. And I yeah. think the worst part about all this is we're at a park. So technically we can't tell him no. So we can't be like, hey, you can't be here. It's a public park and he's allowed to be there, too. My problem is I feel like he should have been moved to a different area because he was beside a kid's tent. And Mm. I didn't feel like that was okay. He wasn't like beside it, beside it, but he was in the proximity where children could hear him. He was in what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. So the kids could hear him. And I didn't feel comfortable with that, but there's nothing that I can do. Um, Because like I said, we can't technically tell him to leave. It's a public place. Um, So when I would walk past them, um, they would be screaming obscenities. So what I would do is I grabbed my fan and I clacked it over and over again as I walked past. And then, of course, people standing around were like cheering when I did it. But it was more just me trying to drown them out because I didn't want to hear it because I was busy doing something. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like clacking my fan when I went past. And one of them made some kind of conversation about... The devil takes form in people, and all I did was turn around and go, that is 100% correct because I put the demon in Pride Month, and then the guy's face went blank, and then I just smiled (laughs) at him, and then I walked off. Um, But no, I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was crazy hot. I don't know who made the decision to put Pride Month in June. Um, I'm sure there's like some kind of like rule about it, other than the joke that I made last week. I'm sure there's something about it, but for me... I think it is a terrible time, so I need us to stop yeah. doing it in June. I want us to I do think, it in, like, December. Uh, and it's weird, because you would think, like, which deities do we piss off to make it so damn hot? But, right. um, I mean, all the deities ex- except Christian God love the gays, so, I mean, I think Christian God loves the gays, but... That's another topic for another time. I could go into that in vivid detail, but yeah, who did we piss off? (laughs) Because I would like to beg for forgiveness. It's hot. Actually, um, everybody here on like the Facebook groups has been complaining about how hot it's been the last few days, but, and and they're like, it's in the nineties. And I'm like, it feels good outside. Like, and I hate warm weather, but it's different than Tennessee hot. Yeah. It doesn't, there's like a breeze all the time. I sat outside for 30 minutes earlier in 98 degrees and didn't start sweating. I feel like Satan has set his chocolate star directly on Tennessee. (laughs) I was going to say it's Satan's asshole there. Just straight up chocolate star, (laughs) middle of Tennessee, (laughs) takes up the entire Tennessee area. 
because there is no reason it should be that hot in here. I've been to Georgia. It was never that hot when I was in Georgia. I never felt that way in Georgia. The weekend I went there for pride, never felt that way in Georgia. When I was in Florida, didn't feel that in Florida. I have never felt a heat like Tennessee. And I'm sure people are like, oh, it's really not that bad. No. You, it, it is this heat that makes you go, death is okay. I'm fine with it. <laughs> well, Let you it know what happen. they say. They say it, it's not the heat. It's the humidity that'll get you. I don't <laughs> care what grandpa says. It's still terrible and I hate it. Yeah. So anyways. All right. 15 anyways, minutes in. Enough about the weather. <laughs> not um, about the weather, kids. But the reason we're doing this is because I was thinking, you know, I want to cover all LGBT subjects, um, but we have a lot of Wednesdays in <laughs> June and didn't realize how many we had. Um, and <laughs> next week we'll be back for All Stars. So you have a lot of All Stars to watch because oh, you are behind. You're so behind. <laughs> I'm really behind. There's only five episodes. Okay. Six on Friday. Oh, God damn it. Why? You can fast forward. You can fast forward. Okay. It's fine. I'll fast forward. You can fast forward the first like three and then just do four, five, six. Because <laughs> okay. those are the ones we haven't covered. Um, Fair. So yeah, so we're, we're going to recap that next week and then we're going to do crimes and conspiracies. And of course, it's going to be focused on LGBT crimes as well. Uh, but I thought it would be fun because um, I was sitting there and I was like, what can we do? Because I'd fallen asleep and forgot to do research. So I was like, let's do a top three. Top three LGBT things. Um, so the first one I think would be fun is top three favorite drag performers because there are more than drag queens out there. Um, and I'm not saying that just because I'm a drag performer. I'm saying because <laughs> there's more than than that. Um, if you other than me, because you're not allowed to pick me. Oh, who, you didn't <laughs> say that in the rules. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. What are your top two other than me? Of drag performers that you love. Okay. Um, so off the top of my head is Ben Dillacrim, Raven, and then you. Duh. Duh. That, that's what um, my list says. Witchcrafted. Duh. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Um, but my yeah, favorite is probably my favorite. Bindala is amazing. I do love Bindala Krim. I just feel like she doesn't do enough for me. Not saying that she's not great. I love Bindala Krim. Trust me. When she turned around that lipstick and it had her own name on it, I was like, that's how you go out. You were like, <gasps> that's how I you totally went clutched out. my pearls. <laughs> I was like, no. like, that's how you do it. A lot of people are, are going to hate my top pick. No, no, because my top pick, it's really hard for me to have a top out of my three, but... I would have to say my favorite <laughs> one is the top. Um, my favorite, if I had to pick one, is Dolly. And it's just because it's not because of his drag. It's because of the way that they present themselves as a person. Um, you know, to if you watch any of their videos, which I watch constantly, it's the same stuff kind of over and over again because they're on tour. But the non-collecting of tips at bars because they're wanting to give that money to other people, to me, is so cool. Like, that is on a whole nother level of, you're such a good person, this is crazy for me. So, 
I appreciate that the creativity that they have. Um, and of course I see my drag in their drag because they did exactly what I did where it was go from like, I have to be a female entertainer to going, no, I don't have to do that. Like I get to build my own, I get to build my own rules and I get to build my own aesthetic. Um, so for me, that's what I really enjoy, um, about Dolly. The next one you hate. I love Trixie Mattel. I I don't love I don't hate her. I just, I think she's overrated. I think she's overrated too, to a certain point, but I just like, I'm watching Trixie Motel on Discovery Plus. Great show, by the way. Anybody wants to watch a really good show. I love it because it's just, she is, she's this mogul and she knows what she wants and she does it. Like her, her boyfriend, which he's very hot, by the way. I think he's very hot. He's like a little chubby bear. He's bald and has a beard. I think he's adorable. He, he, you know, he's been supporting Trixie's journey the entire time they've been together. And he's always wanted to open a hotel. So yeah. they went and bought a hotel and Discovery Plus, I'm sure, is paying for part of it. Um, but they're building this hotel and it, they're calling it the Trixie Motel. And it's such a cute concept. Everything's pink, which I think is fabulous. Each room has a theme. So like the first room is the flamingo room. And then the second room is the queen of hearts. But it's not like Wonderland. It's like queen and hearts. Um, And then, of course, um, oh, excuse me. Uh, And then the the third room right now, because they've only got three episodes out, uh, is the Yeehaw Cowgirl room, which is really cute but it's pink cowgirl. And I think it's hilarious. Um, so, and they're, Oh my God. See what makes me really mad is I was like, okay, you know what? I've always wanted to go to Palm Springs. Why don't I see how much a room is? Rooms are really expensive, but that's not the problem. They're booked a year out in advance. Oh gosh. Already. And we don't even know what all the rooms look like yet. Cause there's only been three out of the seven rooms, you know, finished on the show. Hmm. So, yeah. But they're already booked up, like completely booked up for the next uh, year. And I'm like, and each room is $550 to $750 oh, gosh. a night. Yeah. So that, they are that's making like staying at the Satanic Temple. Yeah. Like that is bad. But they're making money. Oh, yeah. They're making money. So much money. Speaking of the Satanic Temple, not wanting to get off subject, but that was pretty messed up. Somebody tried to set that on fire. But it's so funny how quick the police responded. The neighbor called. And they got that stuff put out so quick it didn't cause any damages. It's like. Oh, it it, it did. It did cause damages. I saw pictures they, of it on Instagram. Is it that bad, though? Uh, Just the front porch. The front porch is the only thing. Yeah, that got, that got really burnt up. But the whole side of the front porch, like the left hand side, uh-huh. is all burnt up. And then like the part at the door is all burnt up. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what was scarier is that there were guests inside. It wasn't That's crazy. empty. And um, apparently that guy flew from Boston to, uh, well, drove from Boston to Salem to specifically set the satanic temple on fire. See, I hope they list that as a hate crime. He admitted to it. He admitted to it as a hate crime. <laughs> yeah, but it's also so, what the judge decides he's going to list it as. Yeah. Because he could just I list so it too. as an arson 
and move forward, which is just a misdemeanor, and then you get slap on the hand. If it's a hate crime, it goes on his record. So dumbass. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so you let's got see. Dolly, Trixie. See, my and... other one's really hard. My other one's so hard because I like to support local performers. That that's my big thing is I love to support local performers. But then there's Shea Coulee. And that's where my brain breaks because I am obsessed with Shea Coulee. I've always been obsessed with Shea Coulee okay, when she was on her season. It's not like who's your top three local drag performers. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Who's your top three? So if it's Shea, it's Shea. It is Shea. It's Shea Coulee. And it's because <laughs> it's because everything she does is, and I love this that she says this in all of her stuff, her drag is a love letter to uh, black women. And black right. culture. And it shows so much. Every time I see her, it's just, it's what we, what, what people call black excellence. And that's what she is a hundred percent. She is black excellence. She is, she's always painted to filth and she is, she's just, she's fabulous. Like she is, she's a goddess. Like her season did not give her enough credit. She did well in her season, but she didn't get the credit she deserved. And then she came back for All-Stars and destroyed the competition. And she's in this All-Stars and she's doing well. She is a force to, you know, she's a force to be reckoned with for sure. Um, so, yeah, those are my top three. Uh, so let's move on to the next one. Uh, top three LGBT celebrities or allies. And the reason I put allies in there is there's not a lot... That I know of. And when I say celebrities, I also, I guess you could include singers as well. Um, but yeah, top three. And I put allies in there as well because we have so many great allies that are out there. Um, who are your top three? Okay, so I'm just going to be honest here. I okay. definitely had to Google. Uh, and it sounds bad, but like. To me, if if some if I find out someone comes or, or has come out of the closet, like celebrity wise, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like it's not a big, I I don't know. Like when Elliot Page came out, I was like, awesome, good for him, you know. <laughs> but it wasn't like, oh my god, I can't believe it type situation, you know. I was just like, okay, cool. It's not that I don't care. When right. celebrities come out, I'm just like, I'm happy for them. And so I don't really keep tabs on who's gay and who's not, if that makes sense. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody gay. Everybody gay. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, my top three favorite are Lance Bass. And that is because I, he was my man in NSYNC. When, you know, when we all picked husbands, when we played pretend. Uh, yeah. back in elementary school, Lance Bass was, and I swore up and down. I was like, he is not gay. No way. <laughs> nope. Gayer than springtime. I love him to death. I had the Teddy, I had the beanie baby with his t-shirt on it, like with his face. <laughs> I had the Lance Bass marionette doll from the, it's going to be me. Like that was the only one. So <laughs> yeah, Lance Bass. I loved the gays from the very beginning. Um, <laughs> Lily Tomlin, I love her. She's so funny. I want to be her when I grow up. Do you know who Lily Tomlin is? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, nine to five. Uh, She's Frankie from Grace and Frankie. Yeah. Frankie, yeah. Grace and Frankie. I was trying to think because I like I had the image in my head and I was like tracing it backwards. I was like, where, where, <laughs> where, where? Where? Yeah. Where have I seen you? Okay. And yeah. then my last one is Sir Ian McKellen. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Sweet. I forgot. I totally see, I totally forgot he was gay till he popped up on the list. And I was like, that's the one. I love him. I just never think about it. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay. Cool. So yeah, that's my top three. That's my top three gays in the Hollywood sphere. I'm sure there's more, but I only had three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was talking sorry we were talking about Genesis at the same time because I had read that thing off to you and sent it to Taylor I'm not going to do Genesis because I don't have the time um, yeah. so I'll just go for Americana but she was texting me she's stuck in Atlanta so I was like <gasps> oh, no. why is yeah. she in Atlanta so I don't know if you read but Grayson's father had an accident yes um, I did read that yeah so Grayson left out him and the baby drove um, to it's somewhere in North Carolina. It's not near you, but it's like in between us. Um, okay. They drove out uh, and then Taylor was hopped on a plane to get there. Uh, today was the plan. And now she's stuck in Atlanta. Ew. Yeah. So she's stuck. She said there's a, a flight delay. I'm hearing like so many bad things about flight delays. Um, another friend of mine by the name of uh, Amber, I'm not going to list her last name, but my other friend Amber, she was supposed to, so her job was doing like this uh, thing where she, she was supposed to be there. Like it's a requirement for her to be there. Uh, and mm -hmm. it's in Greensboro, North Carolina, by the way, which is really funny. Oh, um, So she was supposed to hop on a plane to get there. And, they told her the night before, sorry, it's it's been canceled. And she was like, okay, when can I get another flight? And they're like, we don't have any flights that's going out there. And hmm. she was like, I, I have to get there. So she contacted Enterprise and she loaded up the car and she drove. Oh my she God. got there in time. So, yeah, I mean, it's an eight and a half hour drive. So, yeah, yeah. It's well, she got there for sure. So, Good. I'm not traveling anywhere that has to involve a plane. For a very long time. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> my celebrities. See, you went more with actors, and I, I go towards singers, because I'm obsessed with, I have a problem. I'm obsessed yeah. with musicians. Do. I, I do. Um, my, fa my favorites, um, my number one is Doja Cat. Um, and it's because she's not gay, but she's an ally. She is, like, the biggest ally I've ever seen. And ally. she's so... Ally, I just for for me, Doja Cat is what I want in a celebrity because she still to this day doesn't think she's a celebrity. Like oh, she's so she gets funny. confused. Yeah, she's and I love that she gets on TikTok lives and she'll just jump into other people's lives and start doing stuff with them. Like there's one <laughs> girl like, I have to send holy to the fuck TikToks. It's Doja Cat, like what? Yeah. Yeah, she's just there. She's just like, hi. And it's like, and she'll make TikToks. And my favorite one is where she's like, okay, I need help because people say that I'm not a celebrity because I'm not acting like a celebrity. So I need to know how to act like a celebrity because I'm real confused. And it's just, <laughs> it's this innocent, stupid thing that just makes me cry laugh every time she talks. Yeah. And like for her to like randomly like stitch and duet people 
just cracks me up. And it just reminds you of what celebrities should be. And yeah. that's that's why I love her. Um another I really one, respect that she gets on there bare face too. Like her yeah. and Lizzo get on get on there with like no makeup and are right. just like sup bitches. It's me. An- <laughs> another one I was about to say is Lizzo, because Lizzo's a big LGBT supporter. Um, and she recently got called out for saying um, and sorry if anybody's in the UK and this bothers you, but I'm going to go ahead and use the word. The word spaz was in there um, mm-hmm. because over here we just say, you know, I'm spazzing out. Um, but over there, it's like a really, really derogatory thing. Oh. Um, it is here a little bit, but over in the UK, it's really, really like it's a no, no. Like oh. it's like saying the R word. Like, oh. yeah, it's on that level where people oh, okay. are offended by it. Um, yeah. and Instead of just being like making an excuse and writing some apology letter that doesn't mean anything, the bitch literally went into the studio the next day, re-recorded the entire song to remove the one piece out of there, re-released mm-hmm. the song, took it off of the... That takes a lot of money to yeah. re-record, take it off of the album because you have to get your management to approve it. You have to call in the big heads to approve it. You know, there's a lot that goes into it. And a lot of people don't realize like for her turnaround time to be, I think it's between 24 to 48 hours is fantastic. Got the song removed off of everything and put the new song on there and then released a tweet saying, you know, being a black plus size woman, I know better than to do this. I didn't know that it was that way. That is my ignorance, and I take full respect. That speaks levels to who she is as a person, and yeah. I love it. Um, and she's a giant ally. Like, come on. Um, and another one that a lot of people don't appreciate, and I add them, like, I could say Christina Aguilera, but, you know, she's been an icon for years. Everybody loves Christina Aguilera. It's just facts. Um, but the one I will say is Sam Smith. Sam Smith was our first openly gay male to come into the music business and go, I don't care if I fail. I'm cool with failing at this point. I want to release my own music and I'm not going to pretend like I'm not gay. I'm not going to pretend any of that stuff. You know, we have other gay male artists that have came along the line and with females, it's easier for them to be gay and release music because it's something about like men fetishize it so it's fine yeah. you know what i mean right um mm-hmm. but with males it's not okay it's like oh you're destroying masculinity like Ooh, you know so uh, so it's hand me my wrench like it's it's all that <laughs> type of thing um so for sam smith to come out the gate now he has had some problematic things that he's done in the past with his no uh, non-binary conversations and stuff like that but whatever we still have to look at him as an icon because if it wasn't for sam smith we wouldn't have you know noah who released holy water we wouldn't have these openly gay men like little nas x and oh yeah you know where i forget i just like just like (laughs) oh yeah cool oh yeah that that person's a homosexual yeah it doesn't even register in my brain bank yeah i'm like and i and i think that that's You know, I think that that calls a lot to it is because of that, you know, we have so many, because of someone like Sam Smith, we now look at Lil Nas X and it's like, okay, so you're gay. Well, who cares? You know, we don't look at it like we used to because 
of the fact that we had someone like Sam Smith because when he it's came not out, a I was scandalous. like, "Yeah, scandalo!" Yeah. Like it's it's not anymore. So I mean, I remember when Sam Smith came out and he was like, you know, you know, he did "Stay with Me" and people were like, mm-hmm. "Oh, is he gay or straight?" And he came out openly and was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gay." And then people were just like, oh, "His music will never sell." And then his first album sold like hotcakes. And then his other songs, like when he releases singles and his other songs are really good too. But the first album was like his love letter to the world being like, the gay world is not as pretty as you guys make it out to be. Like there's a lot of heartbreak in the gay world because we're in hookup culture. So don't want to get on that whole subject. But so Sam Smith (laughs) is always going to be in my top three because even though I can't perform his songs as much because it's too slow and nobody wants to listen to that um, on stage when you're performing. Um it is one of those moments. So, well, Chef's Kiss, love it. Check mark. Move forward. We're gonna um, we're gonna do a competition one of these days. Oh God, competition of, for what? Of you not saying Chef's Kiss on the podcast. <gasps> okay. We need to not going to happen. Make a bet because uh. I think I think on the RuPaul's Drag Race one, like if if we had done take a shot every time Josh or DK say Chef's Kiss. We'd be drunk. <laughs> but it was so, All Star Seven is so good. <laughs> like both of you were like Chef's Kiss. Chef's Kiss. So- I think it's cute, but I'm like, that's your that's your catchphrase. Oh Chef's my kiss. god! You, you know whose totally- fault that is, though, huh? Y- yeah, you should do um, the Muppet. For one of your drag performances. Oh my god! Okay, Swedish sorry, I didn't chef. mean to clap in people's. Ears. That is actually <laughs> one of the talents I've thought about doing. You I've honestly totally do thought Swedish about chef because I've thought kids. about doing <laughs> Swedish Chef as a talent for. <laughs> yes, like a hundred percent. Like you think I'm kidding? I've thought about doing. I told Taylor that actually. Oh I said, gosh. you know, I have a great talent that I want to figure out how to do. But I would have to figure out how to do it. I'm thinking about doing it for Upper Cumberland. Nobody from Upper Cumberland listens to this. But if I can get it done, that would be great. Just have a full stage for, full and just have me painted like him, but then have my arms like stretched out in a weird way so they look like his do. And then be yeah. like, birdie, 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 and then like <laughs> running around doing it and be like, mm, Chef Keys. Like the whole bit. If I can figure out how to do it, that would be so. Because nobody would expect it. And it would be so funny. And if I could like lay down a tarp and then like have DK be like my sous chef and be hit, let him be normal and me on my knees behind the table and being like, and then just doing everything. People wouldn't know what to do with themselves. No, because they'd be like, what is he doing? Like, they'd be like, this is talented, but it's confusing. So totally an idea. And it's funny that you said that because I made the joke that I was going to do that one year. For a talent, because I think it would be because people like with talent, they're always like, ah, oh, dancers and da da da. And then some weird guy painted like Swedish chef is sitting out there behind a table going, hey, we're going to make cake today. And then just sitting there like making a gay cake and then smashing DK's face in it and be like, oh, chef keys. And then like hide behind the table. And that's how it ends. And people would just be like, oh my God, that's the funniest thing ever. Like, what just great happened. idea. am i on an acid trip um okay so next one is lgbt uh not the sandwich uh top three movies and tv shows all right so my top three is schitt's creek 
Oh my god, I didn't even think of Shit's Creek. I'm jumping off <laughs> a building. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones. There oh, are a lot one. of queer act- actors and actresses, as well as a lot of representation right. on there. Um, and I know it's cliche, but Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain's it's, a classic. Well, like, it's it's the first time on. we ever see, or I've ever seen, openly, and it was like a big box office hit. Right, to, exactly. Two men, you know, and like this forbidden love, and I mean, it was a it was a big deal when it came out, a big deal. So yeah, I had to put it on there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go on a little. <laughs> you went for more like statement pieces. Um, mine would be Soldier's Girl. Love Soldier's Girl. Absolutely fabulous movie. Have you ever seen it? No. I didn't know if we were going like, it's LGBT because the actors are actresses or like there's representation. Well, this one, this one is, is more of, this one goes into like the true crime aspect. Um, if if you've never seen soldier's girl, it's an absolutely beautiful story. It actually takes place here in Tennessee. Uh, it's about uh, Calpurnia Adams and the love of her life, Barry. Um, okay. Y'all covered that. Yes. We covered it on the Wardcaster files. Absolutely fabulous movie. It was done really well. Calpurnia was actually involved in a lot of it, um, Mm -hmm. which was such a big deal for her to be there because it's, it's a really heart heartbreaking story. If you haven't, I'm not going to tell the story here, but really, really great story. Um, don't throw anything at me. Another gay movie because it's great. Oh my god, that's so it funny. I thought about the worst movie that, of all time. I, like, I don't know. It's it's great because it's so bad because it's yeah. such a terrible, terrible. Um, and then I'm going to say something, and you can throw something from North Carolina and hit me. It, it's got to be Dragula. Like Dragula is my number one. Because Dragula brought such, (laughs) yeah, duh. Duh. Because Dragula, it it took that whole you have to be beautiful and you have to be a queen to compete in drag and flipped it on its head and gave middle fingers out. Um, And for me, that's such a big deal because of my. It represents the drag that I've always wanted to do. Um, So to flip it on its head was such a big deal and a chef's kiss for me. Um, Chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Um and and I and I do love it. Like Dragula is so important to our culture, and I don't think people understand it. Get past the filth part because nobody cares about it. Um, I personally don't care about the filth part. When I see it, I'm like, oh, that's gross, and I just move past it. But the fact that they have given a platform to people that don't fit the genre because it's the genre. Um, people, you know. So for me, that's kind of important. So yeah, yeah. Chef's kiss. Uh, <laughs> beat it. Um, this one can get dark, but it, it's kind of important too. Uh, LGBT moments in history, good or bad. Okay, so I thought a lot about this one. Um, of course, Stonewall was important. Like, correct. We know that every everybody in the the community knows how important that was. But I kind of went a different direction. Um, because there's several sub points in this. So I didn't, I didn't pick three. I picked one with a lot of stuff. Okay. Okay. So to me, the most important thing in recent LGBTQIA plus history is the Obama administration. 
<laughs> crickets. Oh, kitten. Not crickets. It's a kitten. Um, so yeah, the I was Obama- getting him food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Obama administration. Um, so it's October 2019. They passed the Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act. Uh, September 2011, Don't Ask, Don't Tell was overturned. June 2013, SCOTUS strike down the Defense of Marriage Act. Um, January 2015, President Obama acknowledges the LGBTQ community in the State of the Union Address. April 2015, Obama calls for an end to conversion therapy. June 2015, sexual orientation is added to the military's anti-discrimination policy. June 26, 2015, of course, is Love Wins, um, making it legal for the gays to marry. So the gays. I feel like I feel like the whole Obama administration, the rest, good or bad. I I don't really care about anybody's political beliefs per se. Um, but it forward it forwarded the you know the LGBTQ community forward more than it has ever as yeah. far as politics goes. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Not just with love wins, but all the things that came before that. And there were several things that I just listed the ones, you know, that I were like, this is a big one, this is a big one. But there were several things that they did, you know, um, passing the transgenders can be transgender people can be in the military now, you know, things like that. So I feel like they did several things throughout their administration yeah. to further the community. Yeah, forward. I agree with you 100%. Um, so. so so mine uh, now I feel like it, I feel like Debbie Downer. Um mm. you know. Sorry if you guys hear my neighbor's truck. He's such an idiot. Anyways, um so we have for my top 3, uh it's of course Pulse Nightclub. It, it kind of changed the way that nightclubs ran. Yeah. Um for a lot of us like as performers, we removed the I'm so sorry, guys. He's pulling off, so hopefully he'll go run into a ditch. Um, for me personally, it was a moment like I removed a lot of stuff out of my music because gunshots used to be something that we put into music for like beats. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of us have removed it from the all of our stuff, and we still keep it out of it just because it it feels wrong at this point. Um, yeah. I think it's such a big thing because Pulse was one of those nightclubs like when you talked about like the top 10 like clubs in America, Pulse was one of the ones listed on there. Um, So it's it's still one of those things where we all stand back and we're like, we lost that. Uh, There's a memorial up now and they're working on a whole bunch of stuff for it. But we lost uh, a piece of our history because of it. Um, And then, of course, we have the Jason Fox case. which is still in an open status. And to me, it's a big part of history because it was a small town that was so corrupt. Um, and one mother uh, trying to fight to, to, you know, get her kids. Once she never got to see her kids remains, which is still messed up. They said, well, he's just too bad. I can't let you go see it. it. It's still her right to see it. You can't tell her she can't go see her kid. Um, and she didn't get to see her kid before he was cremated. It's this whole thing. But to me, it's a big part of history as well, because it 
it drew that line of, you know, this still happens today. Like we're talking, I think it was two years ago. Um, we still talk about it. You know, it's still a question of what happened because we don't have all the answers. A lot of them have been prosecuted, uh, but it's still like this can happen. Matthew Shepard can still happen today, um, even in small towns. And then, of course, uh, another big thing in history uh, for me personally uh, was the um, soldier boy uh, or soldier girls case uh, with Calpurnia Adams because it hit close to home. It was part of Tennessee's history. Um, and it's still today affects like a lot of conversations that we still have when it comes to the military, because the whole reason they passed don't ask, don't tell was because of that case. That case yeah. was one of the spearheads, um, on why we, we had don't ask, don't tell, but at the same time, don't ask, don't tell was one of those good and bad laws. Um, that was placed in because yes, it was great because it protected LGBT community, but at the exact same time, it also didn't allow them to be themselves. So it's still, there's still, we have a lot of work to do pretty much. Um, so those are my three, uh, pieces of history. Um, next topic. Cause, uh, we, we were trying to wrap up as fast as possible. Um, <laughs> top three things that need to change to help our LGBT youth. Uh, education, condemnation, and acceptance. I mean, there you so, go. I mean, I don't even have could, to go further with that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if we could educate more people openly, then the condemnation would stop and the acceptance could move forward. But I think it's going to be a generational change, honestly. Yeah. I, I think know, we, one thing is. I don't understand why LGBT history is not taught in school. Um, I think that, and I also believe that black history should be taught more in school than what it is. Um, Cause we're so, we so whitewash and, you know, especially in the South, thanks to the, whatever Dixie. Ugh, it's those, gross. Uh, yeah. I can't even think of it right now. My brain's fried. No, you're good. Um, so yeah, I, to me that needs to change. Also, this conversation that needs to stop is that drag performers performing at Pride is grooming children. Let Ugh. me explain something. We don't do anything with children at all in right. any sense of the form. We take tips from them. And I had all of my performances recorded on purpose. So there isn't a question. Yes. A little kid walks up to me. They're adorable. They're in their little pride outfit and they give me a dollar and I smile at them because the thing is exp uh, letting children see that hate shouldn't exist is important. That right. love is love and drag performers. We're, we're there just to have a great time. Um, there was somebody, there's a drag performer that's like you harassing us saying that we're trying to groom children. We didn't ask for children to be there. We're happy that they're there. We're happy that they're getting to see drag and they get to enjoy it. But we're not the problem. Like, we're right. not a problem at all. You standing up there on your bullhorn screaming at us and letting children hear hate, that's the problem. Pride yeah. for us is about love. We're there just to celebrate each other's differences, 
have a great time. And if you have children, high five to your kids. I had tons of little kids walk up to me and be like, I like your makeup. And I'm like, thank you. And (laughs) smile at them, you know, And, and that's kind of important. Like that's a big part of that needs to change in our community is this whole, well, not in our community, but in the world when it comes to LGBT youth, there shouldn't be children at pride crying because they hear people yelling hate There's a moment where my friend uh, Serenity is holding a child's face during a performance because she's crying because she doesn't feel like she can be herself. And it's this beautiful moment that was caught in a picture that speaks one billion words. And I I love it to death. Um, And another thing is labeling people's gender needs to stop at the beginning. You know, yes, you are born with a specific gender. You can celebrate the fact that you your child was born with a specific gender, but at the exact same time, understand that that may change. And parents need to understand that if their child's gender does change because they realize that they weren't supposed to be that gender, it shouldn't even be a question. Um, right. That show I was telling you about last night, um, Dragutants, I think is what it's called, or whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. It's... it's to me, it's kind of cringy, but what I love is the parents who have the trans children yeah. um, because that's like such a good moment of being like, well, we never told him that he had to be a boy. We were fine with him experimenting with girls clothes because it's just clothing and it's how he yeah. expresses himself. And it was just this beautiful moment. And I think me and DK both looked at each other and went, this is how parenting should be. Like they said, everything in his room was yellow and they never pushed any gender on him. He's the one that ran towards the princess costumes. He's the one that picked all this stuff. Yes. They exposed him to like skateboarding and male stuff, but that's what he chose to do. And that's what should be happening for our LGBT youth in general. It shouldn't be okay. You're going to be a little princess. Like, Let your kid do whatever they're going to do. If they want to play with a Barbie, let them play with a Barbie. If a little girl wants to play trucks and squish men, let her squish men. At least she's doing it without, you know, pretending that she has to be a heterosexual and dealing with men. Elaine Warren. Um, So, you know, that's how we build serial killers. Um, Moving on. (laughs) Uh, Top three LGBT friendly companies. This was hard for me because... We have so many that um, gay wash or pride wash is what people have been calling it. It's Mm -hmm. where companies for the whole month of June are very much like LGBT ally. We love you guys. But then as soon as June ends, they donate money to bad things. So um, for me, sorry, I was making sure it was the kitten eating and not witchy because witchy keeps stealing his food. Jerk. Um, do you have a top three? Uh, so top three, I have Converse, mm-hmm. Microsoft, and Progressive yes. Car Insurance. Those um, are three great ones. So Converse, you know, obviously they do Pride every year. Uh, they've donated over $1.3 million just in the last year to LGBTQ organizations um, to help with diversity and inclusion. So I think that's really great. Putting your money where your mouth is. Right. Uh, Microsoft, they continue. Um, They have since uh, the eighties 
you know, donated to LGBTQ. Um, they have their, they have employee, uh, I don't want to say bonus perks for LGBTQ outreach programs, nonprofits, educations. Uh, they donated over $250,000 in, in 2020, you know, and progressive honestly is my top favorite. I didn't know this until I looked into it. Um, so they're one of the top insurance companies for LGBTQ employees. Uh, they provide transgender inclusive healthcare and domestic partner benefits, um, for the community. They also have it in their core values and, you know, for their company, um, they have ERGs, uh, the employee resource groups, transgender plus network. I mean, uh, they have been named the human rights campaigns, annual corporate equality index for nine years in a row as well for Jesus, all of their inclusivity. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool, especially the part where they do the transgender healthcare included in their employee provided insurance because <laughs> we know that's a big deal um so yeah that's my top three businesses so my top three a lot I, I think some people will know this uh apple is my number one yeah because apple donates every single year and even beyond uh june they donate so much to like the trevor project and all these other great companies when they release their pride merch the pride merch stays until it's sold um, so they make so much and then of course they keep making it until the end of June, but instead of just taking it down like other companies do, um, when, you know, July 1st hits, they keep everything up there. They don't discount it. They don't do anything. And a hundred percent of the proceeds go towards the Trevor project and other just amazing, uh, LGBTQ, uh, places. Uh, Coca-Cola is a giant LGBTQ company. Um, yeah. they donate so much and they, they always have, um, their employees get so many like benefits when it comes to that as well. Um, and then of course, one that I don't think a lot of people know is Ikea. Ikea is such a big thing on LGBT. Um, huh. every year they release so much pride stuff. Um, I have a ton of their pride bags that my friend Julie got me, um, they do so, and then of course they do kind of the same thing that Apple does. Is if they release something that is Pride wise, they keep it on the shelves. Now they will discount it to try to get it off the shelves because you know storage and stuff like that. But it still goes towards the profits that they promise that it's going to go towards. Um, oh, and and of course those three companies are very much like you know totally support transgender people when it comes to healthcare and their employees and stuff like that. So. I I am, you know, I love Coca-Cola, always have loved Coca-Cola because they've always been very controversial, but not in a negative way. It's just always been like, did you know there's cocaine in it? And it's like, okay. It's just always been one of those companies that we've always seen out of the corner of our eye. Uh, But they kind of do their LGBT stuff more behind the scenes until somebody leaks it. And it's like, did you know they did this? And it's like, (laughs) oh. Because they don't, they don't go out there and they're not like, gay pride on these cokes. Y'all can get three for five dollars uh, for the month of June. Hi, gay. Like it's not only to the gays. Only to the gays. Yeah. And if you do you mouth have to show stuff, your membership card. Yep. And if you do mouth stuff, you get forty percent off. 
Um, <laughs> and if you do butt stuff, it's fifty. Oh. Um, have you have you ever seen that the butter shop joke? Oh gosh, no. I'll send it to you. It's so great. So it's this girl. She's a comedian. This is where she got her start. She's a stand up comedian. Um, and she's like, "Hi, gay. It's Pride Month, and for the month of Pride, you can get four tubs of butter for one price." And then if you do mouth stuff, you get one for 40% off. And if you do butt stuff, you get 50% off. <laughs> I, I have a friend who's gay. Nope, don't include that. And she just keeps going. And it's like she looks uncomfortable, which is the whole joke. Um, oh. So it's like the, that's where that's where people came up with the high gay. It's Pride Month. Yeah. Happy Pride Month. Like it came Happy from her Pride doing Month. that on TikTok. Her TikTok and then it just kind of <laughs> spread like wildfire. Um. But yeah, so hi, gay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I thought that this was a fun subject. And of course, we filled an hour. So high five from here to North Carolina. Because um, we're all about that Pride Month. Hi, gay. But hi, only gay. for the month of June. The rest of the time, we're heterosexuals. Um, oh. <laughs> she said, oh, shit, I've been failing. Oh, God. Oops. Call the police. Um. But no, um, I so booking wise, uh, I'll talk about that real quick. I only have because uh, now I've dropped out. I'm going to drop out of Genesis because there's no way I'm going to be able to get a fully encrusted suit and all that by Genesis. There's no way. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Praise Jesus, I'll be able to do it next year. Um, but I'm still going to go for Americana, and I'm going to destroy everybody in my wake. There you go, everyone. Um. Take that title, go for Upper Cumberland, go for Pride, and then go for, you know, that one next year. Three titles next year is fine. <sighs> I guess I'll just wait for my three titles next year. Um, oh, but I'm going to compete for uh, uh, Upper Cumberland. Or, shit, Americana. There's too many. I'm leaving. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, more more bookings. And, of course, I'm going to take my stickers to every show and be like, Hi, gay. You want a witchcraft sticker for a dollar? Because I really need to sell all these. Right. So. Oh, my God. I really hate when people post stuff and they don't, like, put a disclaimer that nothing is wrong with Dolly Parton. <laughs> oh, no. Because somebody posted something. For many years now, Dolly Parton has supported. And all I saw was Dolly Parton standing with a doctor. And I was like, <gasps> no, no, oh, no. Oh, for, no. for the children's hospital. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I totally just had a small heart attack because all I saw was Dolly Parton standing with the doc, uh, doctor, and I was like, "No, no, Dolly Parton it's cannot be, be taken." Yeah, it's going to be a travesty, man. When I Dolly Parton, the, <sighs> maybe she'll like revert back, like she'll Benjamin Button once she gets she to just, a certain age. She just dies and wakes up and goes, "Okay, I'll just age. I'll just age backwards." And then she just aids. Uh, she just uh, ages backwards along with her breast. They just stay the same though. Oh. She's a toddler with giant boobs Aww. and a tiny waist. Yeah, and acrylic and, nails. And a crit. Just the. I love <laughs> that she credited her nails in uh, nine to five. Yeah. Oh my god, I hate her so much for that. She is an icon, and I'm so mad about it. <laughs> I just, it's funny because I don't think she ever set out to be, and I think that's what I love about a lot of LGBT icons. I want to touch on this real quick because I know we didn't talk about them, but you can't just like, because that's an argument. 
because everybody's just like, well, who is the icon? And then it's like, oh God, if you ask certain people at certain things, like to me, the Southern icon, I think it's kind of like North, South, East, West types of thing. For, yeah. <laughs> for, for me, it's Dolly Parton in the South. And then when you look at someone like, I think ja- everybody's like, Madonna's the queen. And I'm like, I mm-hmm. like Janet Jackson more than Madonna personally. But people were then like, well, what about Cher? And I'm like, well, Cher's on a whole nother level. Because it's share. So it's share. I mean, share is. She has, she has one name. She has one name. She has she one, has one name. name. It's, it's like Cher. Prince, you know? Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it's the, it's north, south, east, west. The north is the, the highest, which is share. And then the south is Dolly. Oh. And then east is Janet Jackson. And then. <laughs> West is, I don't know, Britney Spears, you know, just put them all yeah. together and you get a, you got fantastic. Ultimate gay. The ultimate gay icons make it's that. Like, it's like when all the Power Rangers connect together to make the one <laughs> giant robot. <laughs> yeah. Just take a pinnacle and just put each one of the icons there. This is, this is what happens when I stay up too late. I get to, my brain is not. Too crazy. Yeah, it's it's she's so crazy. So yeah, so next she's crazy. She's crazy, crazy girl. Crazy girl. So yeah, next (laughs) week is going to be All Stars, um, season seven, episodes four through six. Um, Mm -hmm. really excited to do that. And then of course we will close out uh, Pride Month with um, uh, crimes and conspiracies. Uh, gay Pride. Hi, hi, gay. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited to close out with that because, you know, always love me some good you know, true crime and stuff. Uh, once again, uh, witchcraftedpodcast.com. You can click uh, go there. You can find all these episodes if you, you're already listening. So you shouldn't have to look for episodes, but you can find a lot of the past episodes with better descriptions than you're going to see on like Apple Podcasts or anywhere because it's listed really small. But because me and Amy are both blind, we made sure that the font was really big so you can read it perfectly and not have to question it. Um, you can click <laughs> beautiful. You can click the store icon and get you some red bubble merch. If you do get any merch, please make sure to send us pictures of it we would love to give you credit for supporting the podcast Uh, it's only a couple dollars that we get from it but you're wearing a small tiny billboard and we appreciate you because we love you and you're great uh let's see what else is there oh go to pride support lgbt uh everywhere that you can um you know all that fun jazz i'm tired too because it's been a very long (laughs) week because last week it was, was run, 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 run. Uh, but yeah, so make sure that you go out and support LGBT. And if you are going to go see a drag show, do not go see it just because there are RuPaul girls in it. Go see drag shows because of the fact that you love drag. Because local drag is just as good as RuPaul drag. And to be completely honest, lately the queens that are competing on RuPaul's Drag Race cannot perform in clubs. But we can because that's our bread and butter. So make sure to support LGBT. Uh, all month long. And then, of course, like I always say, if you can't find an LGBT company, look for a black-owned company. Support black-owned companies. That's the way it should be. Put all the Indeed. white people out of business. <laughs> Sorry, that was really funny. Put, put all the white people out of business. Um, but anyways, that's it for me. Anything from you? No, just uh, be sure to visit all the socials. And- oh, yeah. And... 
uh, the Facebooks and the Instagrams. Um, send us a message, email, smoke signals, whatever you uh, want to do. If you want to hear something, let us know. If you want us to stop talking about something, uh, probably won't. But, you know, you <laughs> are you paying um, the bills, sir? Are you right. paying the bills? Um, you know, just feel free to let us know if there's a topic you want us to research and talk about. We definitely will do that. Um, and it's fun. It's nice to get some outside perspective to, uh, hey, I want you guys to talk about this thing. Or if yeah. you want us to shut the fuck up, uh, good luck. So <laughs> Good luck with that. Been, people have been trying to do that to us since we were 15, so. True. Try to shut that down. Yep. But with that being said, uh, but with that being said, <laughs> don't be bitchy. Stay witchy. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.